1: flushcarecom slash weight loss.
2: Hello, welcome to the New European Podcast. My name's Richard Porritt and I'm joined by Steve Anglesey. Hello, snowflakes. First we'll do the news. Shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we will. Then we'll speak to Jerry. We're going to talk about what happens immediately after Brexit. Okay. Brexpocalypse.
0: Brexpocalypse.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that. So she, she's going to tell us if everything will change, and dark clouds will cover the sun. Yeah, and we'll be in spam.
0: Sky goes all purple. Or if it, everywhere.
2: Yeah, or if it'll be a bit more prolonged. Our spiral, our descent into the abyss. Cats and dogs lying down together. Absolutely. <laughs> and then we will crown a Brexit of the week, of course. But first, yes, Keir Starmer. Keir Starmer. Keir Starmer is, is interested as this week, hasn't he, Steve? Why is that?
0: Uh, well, every time, it seems to me that every time Keir Starmer sort of rests a little bit of... Yeah. He like, his little, puts his little paws in, doesn't he? And he, he drags a little bit of ground out. Uh, and every time he does this, his, his little knuckles are immediately stamped on by Seamus <laughs> Mill and Andrew Murray. Uh, not... Tennis is Andrew Murray, obviously. No, no. Uh, Corbynism's Andrew <laughs> Murray, uh, and Len McCluskey. And, and and this has happened again this week, hasn't it? And we can we'll talk about we can talk about his um, the um, the letter that he drafted uh, to um, to Theresa May um, uh, later on, but um, but also he appeared on radio at the start of the week, That's didn't right. he? And he said. Um, that the only credible options remaining now were a compromise deal uh, or a second referendum. Yeah. And immediately um, the leader of the opposition's office said he shouldn't have said that. What he actually meant was the what only. He actually meant. What he actually meant to say <laughs> was that the only credible option was a general election. Yeah, um, And people are now beginning to wonder what, what the hell Keir Starmer is doing. Um, just sitting there and taking this I mean we've got a poll yes up we there. got a poll go, we got go a poll for it a on, up uh, on New European what did the Twitter. poll ask the poll asked what should Keir Starmer do now should uh, he resign mm-hmm. should he deliver an ultimatum yeah it's the people's vote or I will resign yeah or should he just do nothing and the figures at the time of and, the broadcast and, and I'm, I'm right in thinking
2: I'm right in thinking that nearly 17.6 yeah, 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 people have voted in so far voted, okay so that's yeah. that's good okay
0: it's a slightly, the, the, the electorate is slightly, the sample is slightly smaller than that. And a bit echoey. Um, but, uh, and slightly <laughs> echoey, but the figures the are remarkably similar because um, as we're recording this, 52% yeah. of people are saying that he should, um, he should resign now, straight away, um, and 48% are not, but of those 48%, 42 people. Forty-two percent of
2: people. It's
0: actually a lot more than forty-two people. But forty-two percent of people um, are saying that um, that he should deliver an ultimatum to, to Jeremy Corbyn.
2: And and I kind of. What? How would you have voted? Uh, well, I actually did vote for oh. deliver an ultimatum. Yes, I could, because I could see why he might want to resign, and and I could see why people think think he probably should. But I don't think it would do any make anything change. No, no. But I also think that how he, damaging would it be for Corbyn, who's had how many uh, ministers? Well, I think, I, I think
0: he'd just brush it off and, yeah. and, um, he'd and, and go. Well, here's uh, a job for
2: someone else who yeah. does what I tell them to
0: do. And when you look at the level of talent that he, you know, apart a couple of key people aside, the, the, the talent pool is on the, the opposition uh, front bench is, is really. You know it is really not very very high, is it? And another no. faceless drone would, uh, would would, no doubt replace Keir Starmer. And we would, which
2: would be a shame because actually, Keir Starmer is you know, we are a fan of Keir Starmer on this pod, yeah, yeah. I've got a bit of a crush on him actually, yeah. Um, He's been on this pod, we're into well, him on this pod,
0: exactly. And I know you, you know, I know you personally like him, but, I do, yeah, I do. but he is moving towards a we're now moving towards a. A ridiculous posi- oh, We're in a ridiculous position, aren't we, um, where you know, Labour is slipping back into polls. There have been six opinion polls yeah. uh, about the next government taken since the last week of January. Yeah. Labour have only led in one, yeah. and that's servation, yeah. Yeah. where they normally lead, and yeah. their lead, lead to, in that has been cut back to one point. There have been two Tory leads of 7%, one yes. of 5%, one of 4%, so, so it's getting worse. Meanwhile, when you ask people whether they want a second referendum, Mm. people want the second referendum. When you ask people whether it was right or wrong to leave, there's only been one lead in about 50 polls for we were right to leave since July of of, of, of 2017. I've been
2: saying this for so long. there's
0: There's an eight point lead for a second referendum, and it's like. I'm
2: tired. Yeah. Because I've been saying for so long, Jeremy Corbyn is a Brexiteer. Yeah, he is. Um, there is no doubt about it. And there is, uh, it is clear for all to see that that is what he wants. He wants to leave the EU. He always has. I have nothing against him he's stu- uh, on that point because he's stuck by his views. Well, but he's said that he didn't and he voted Well, so there is that, there is that. So there is. Uh, yes, fair enough. Um, which, but Keir brings some sense to proceedings in my opinion and to losing would be a great loss um i think for for frontline politics but he, he has to do something because he's not in lockstep with the uh, with the leadership at all and it's, he isn't he isn't it's ne- ludicrous i mean it, yeah. in any normal circumstances he would have gone probably quite some time ago yes that's right but well, these aren't normal circumstances but the
0: the anti has been uh, has been upped a little bit, hasn't it? By my auntie. Your auntie has been up so, Yeah, I'm <laughs> oh, I was mean. sorry to tell you this. <laughs> Yikes! Um, and
2: uh, well, it is around Valentine's Day, isn't it? So uh, <laughs> you're taking uh, my auntie out for a day. I am, I, yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh goodness me! <laughs> I don't know. Potluck. What, if, what, You pick one. How many Go on. Countless pick... have you got? Uh, oh, ca- not countless, but <laughs> numerous. <laughs> countless <houses. laughs> I've only I've got one, got, one oh my God, it, I've remaining. I've got, I've got uh, three, I've got I've, got, I've got five, six, seven, I've got seven, I think. You pick one, anyone. Seven aunties, that's <laughs> a lot of aunties, I've only got <laughs> one, auntie Pam. Auntie Pam. She lives near Thetford. I've got, have you got any fake aunties? Fe- I used to have fake aunties, yeah, yeah, you know. a lot of fake aunties. When I had an in. auntie Marion. Auntie Marion? You can take her out if you want. Yeah. Yeah, Oh. I used to have an Auntie Marion, but sadly no longer with us. No? Oh, rest in peace, Auntie yeah,
0: Marion. Yours. Was, she was very nice. Mine's, yeah. mine's well. Um, Should we. Um, but, but I think the Auntie's been up, hasn't it, by Len McCluskey. Yes. Once again. Yeah. Has lumbered on, hasn't he, like the I big old. The man who can stop Brexit. Who said that? Oh, goodness <laughs> me. What fools could they have <laughs> put that on the front page? He's like, you, you're there, aren't you? In your little Jeep of your Brexit jeep, and then the water starts shaking in your cup, and big old dinosaur land has <laughs> trodden back to lumbered back on. And he was on Peston on Wednesday night, um, and what did he say? He said a second referendum threatens the entire democratic fabric of our nation. Um, he said it would be a terrible idea to have the, you know, the, he said it would be the worst thing for our democracy. Yeah, better, dinosaur land. To have a second referendum with Remain on the table. Uh, he then tweeted, uh, what we need is a PM who takes no deal off the table, removes red lines, uh, including a customs union. So that means a PM who wants a customs union and acts in the interests of our country's not country, not hard-right M- MPs. Uh, but it's not going to happen, is it, Len? That, unfortunately. So you... Uh, a man who is in charge of safeguarding jobs and workers' rights are going to preside over jobs being lost and workers' rights being diminished.
2: It's quite a state of affairs.
0: Imagine if he was married to Mrs McCluskey from Grange Hill,
2: though. Oh, you mean he isn't? Well, that would be brilliant. I thought he was. That would be great. Bridget the Midget. Um, Mrs. She McCluskey. was like the Mrs Thatcher of her day, wasn't she? There was certainly some modelling there. There was, wasn't Was, there? The, was she the headmistress from the start of Grange Hill? I think there was a
0: headmaster, and then it, she came in quite quickly. But certainly when I was, a, and then
2: yeah, McCuskey was a was a big deal. In so. the heyday
0: of Tucker Jenkins yeah. and Kathy Hargreaves and, and well, Trishy that, Eight,
2: yeah, well that w- that. So I, my I came to Gringil just around the time of um, just say no, oh, just say no, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, got it, got it on seven inch so I
0: chased the dragon and got a smack on the nose. Yeah, that was the graffiti <laughs> in the toilets, wasn't it, <laughs> Do you
2: remember? Incredible. <laughs> is this solving Brexit for you, listeners? Anyway. Oh, happy days. Um,
0: the other thing that we should talk about when we're talking about um, uh, Labour and inertia and all of that is that
2: Clive Lewis has, has, Clive made, Lewis. A,
0: has, has made a bit of a Another friend
2: of the pod. He's, he's been on the pod. pod. He's
0: been on. He's, he's our uh, a local MP from around these parts. Um, and um, he's, it, there's been speculation that he is one of these ten sort of members of the shadow, not the shadow yeah. cabinet, but the uh, ten junior shadow yeah, ministers yeah, yeah. who were ready well, to Well, he's
2: done it before. To
0: resign, he has done it. Um, yeah, that was a Guardian uh, front page this week, wasn't it? That
2: ten junior ministers, junior right. shadow ministers will resign. I mean, he, he said that, and this is pretty strong stuff, the great, Labour Party risks quote. being utterly and comprehensively destroyed at the next general election, according to Clive, Mm. Um, if if they allow a Tory Brexit, um, that's pretty strong stuff from from Clive, who it is uh, works as a works in the in the shadow treasury. He um, said,
0: um, "Yeah, my fear is that we know what the Conservatives did to the Liberal Democrats when they were mm. in coalition. Obviously, they were utterly and comprehensively destroyed by the British public, and they were weren't forgiven because they facilitated." austerity, and my fear is helping that we help to facilitate a Tory Brexit and the ramifications for our party will be severe. He's
2: absolutely right. This is a great quote as well. And just like the Lib Dems, when Theresa May has bogged off somewhere to put her trotters up after she's delivered her Brexit, and a new Tory leader comes in, they will say, you know what, she was a disaster for this country, she betrayed this country, but so too was the leader of the opposition. (laughs) I mean, perhaps... he does have a tendency, Clive, to say things he doesn't really mean, and maybe Trotters was a bad idea, but he's got a good point. He's yeah. making a very good point, and that is exactly what will happen. He's yeah, absolutely yeah. right. He has, yeah. Well, the Trotters thing
0: is Danny Dyer, isn't it? He's, he's quoting Danny Dyer about Cameron. Oh, yes, yeah, of yeah. course. His that's trotters, right. He put his Trotters up and went right. over to Nice or whatever. He also
2: very much uh, very much on trend uh, with yeah. celeb life, is uh, our Clive. So he is, yes, very much. So. Danny Dyer. Do you reckon he adopted a Cockney accent when you did that bit? What is that? Just like the Lib Dems. It's not very <laughs> not good, is it? <laughs> no, it's not that good, no. not my best accent, that Have one. Have
0: you ever seen that video of Danny Dyer being interviewed by a woman who's on LSD? No. it's on. It, it was on Vice. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. Wait a minute.
2: Can, let me get this right. So was this woman a journalist? She was a journalist from Vice. On and LSD? Her thing
0: was that she would take LSD and then go to... <laughs> You know, she'd go to a country fair, try and become a Morris dancer, something <laughs> oh, like that. Jesus God. And one of the things I've to see
2: these. It's, it's very. Can she good. put LSD on expenses. She, can, she start, can I put LSD? On she starts
0: off quite well, but after about five minutes, she says, oh, "I just want to touch your face," <laughs> and then <laughs> does touch his face. And it's uh, yeah. And he can, he can he can then even Danny Dyer can then see that something, <laughs> something toward is, is happening. Is a
2: foot. But so maybe we'll do one of these on LSD. Yeah, well, we did talk about doing a drunk pod. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. Drunk pod, yeah. But I don't know if you mean anything from normal. Maybe on March the 29th. Trippy pod. It's brilliant. (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: Anyway, who should we talk about now? Well, I I mean, there is some sense there from Clive, and I'd think i like to mention the the diplomats as well. Remember, we don't listen to experts anymore, so it makes no no difference, this. But we probably should. Um, The the the, statement to the Times, they should have written to us, but they chose the Times, you know. You win some, you lose some. 40 former ambassadors and Foreign Office Mandarins warned the Prime Minister um, that, that she needed to th- stop Brexit, basically. they are These are Remain supporting uh, people, and it was organised by uh, supporters of a second referendum. But nonetheless, um, Lord Kerr is on there, as you might imagine. Um, Lord Ricketts. What they're saying is, what the letter says, I'll read it. If the Prime Minister's deal is passed in Parliament, it will not be the end of Brexit, but it will, in fact, mark the start of year upon year of negotiation and renegotiation, our advice to the Theresa May today is clear: we should not leave the EU when we have no clarity about our final destination. We strongly advocate a change of direction before it's too late. Well, what do they know? being career diplomats. Know. Yeah, what would they know? What would what they, would they know? know about that? Well, Lord, Lord Ricketts added well, as to long that. As
0: Chloe Westley
2: <laughs> and Digby Jones. Oh, Chloe, the biggest Digby in the world. Chloe, please come on the pod.
0: Please come on the pod, Chloe Wesley. Um, <laughs> digby Jones, the biggest Digby in the world, and Tim Martin. Defender uh, uh, of the pod. of the, the pod. As long as they say it, it'll be alright, I and mean, we can't ask James Dyson what he thinks anymore because he's sodded off. His trotters are up in. I can his still his hear him over no, in, there. they're still so <laughs> loud.
2: <laughs> Lord Ricketts added All of us have our networks abroad. We can all feel the r- rising exasperation and incomprehension as to why Britain can't resolve its internal differences. This is a wake-up call. If we can't get a clear agreement, let's delay. Let's not go over the cliff without pausing and thinking. And that is very sensible indeed. Yes. Will they be listened to? No. No. Very much not. No, because this is a government, as we also found out this week, that um, employed a start-up ferry firm. Yes. You'd imagine if you... You talk about startups all the time these days, don't you? You're not usually ferry firms. Not usually, yeah. That
0: seems to be a. Fir- I started on, Sil- <laughs> on Silicon Roundabout
2: I my own ferry firm. It's like... I'm, I think I'm going to... Yes, yes, aeroplanes for me. I shall start a route. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, surely the, the ferries are something that you build up to. You have a bit to a boat, maybe, I don't know, maybe cross a river well, for a few... Is, right. and then,
0: like Richard Branson. Yeah. He started with the planes, didn't he? He started record shops, didn't he? And then, Bit
2: by bit, not this firm. He had a bank,
0: didn't he? He had some cola that Pamela Anderson's... Oh, phone. virgin, virgin cola. cola! I thought
2: that was quite nice, actually. He had a radio
0: station. Yeah, a radio what? station.
2: A radio and now he's going into space. And now he's going into space. Do you think he'll ever go into space? He, oh, I like to think he so. Elon, Elon Musk... Um, he reckons that we, within his lifetime it will cost less than £100,000 to travel to space. Well, that's brilliant, mate. There, well, to go at least for him, for him, that's air. probably like you know, yeah. wow, budget airlines to space, Ryanair. He's not <laughs> the most reliable witness, though, is he? No, but not he's also very rich. rich. He is extremely. If you rich. would like to sponsor the pod, Elon In Musk, <laughs> yeah. I would please do. Like a Tesla as well. Would you go? To, would you go into space on that first one? Yes, <laughs> yes. on the first yeah. one. Yeah, would yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd you maybe leave there, it till it? the second or third. You go, yeah, you go. You go first. This is like when I and this uh, reporter who was terrified of heights oh, yeah. and he had to interview the mayor of uh, Lambeth on the London Eye, it was some kind of event <laughs> and oh, he yeah. took the workie along with him and as the pod opened up on the London Eye he just pushed the workie on through his pad at him and then ran off <laughs> 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 the workie had to do it brilliant, <laughs> anyway anyway, um, yes the, I, I mean, this is brilliant isn't it the <laughs> government took um, the word of a startup ferry firm that it had financial backing yeah, uh, but it turns out mm, the it didn't. Bear, didn't they didn't. So these are the, <laughs> the people that we've got to trust. But don't worry, because within the government's front bench, yeah, there is someone um, who is hitting the ball out of the park. A fantastic Mr. Fox. A fantastic Mr. Fox. Just when you think Chris Grayling <laughs> is the, the
0: most incompetent member of the, the cabinet that there has ever been, up pops. And it's interesting, isn't it? I'm not worried, because it's some of the easiest negotiations. That's true, yeah. It won't be a problem. It's funny, because he is, you know, having been a Brexit hardliner, and he was probably the most radical of the three, wasn't he, of the three Brexiteers, Johnson, Davis, and Liam Fox. And he was yeah. seen as the one who was, you know, the most brexity of those yeah. three. I, I think, think that's people. fair, yeah. Um, and now he is distancing himself from the ERGs, calling for unity, let's all compromise, you know, some movement indicates that, you know, there could be some movement on the backstop if there was only a a time limit on it, as as Boris Johnson has also done shamelessly. So, um, and the reason he's doing all of this is that he, of course, the thing that he's in charge of which is, what he said, he would have 40 trade deals signed, but ready to go on the morning of Easy life. and, indeed,
2: peasy. He did. Not a problem.
0: How, how many has he done so far of the 40?
2: Well, there's some confusion about that, isn't there? Well, it, 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 is, it is four, <laughs> one of which is with the Faroe Islands,
0: yeah. but three or more are very close, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. we might get to seven. However, 19... Are facing significant difficulties, yes, which I'm saying is code for will, will not be happen. anywhere ready by March. So, I no. think we're
2: looking at um covering or nearly covering about 16 billion pounds worth of uh, trade deals, yeah. Um, and in total, uh, this is with countries that already have a deal with the EU, of course, so this is just renegotiating, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and and I think the the idea was that nothing would change. I think everyone just thought, "Oh, well, we've we'll, we, got to deal with the EU. We'll have the same deal with you. Is that all right." Ooh. And they, you know, maybe some people go, well, we we'll won't see, shall we?" Yeah. <laughs> um, but there is 1.7 billion of which he has covered off 16. And how many days? Well. <laughs> Forty hours. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's going to be busy. No pressure. He might be having to put in some weekend shifts. I would have thought. Well, but he probably is not likely to do that, is he? Probably Um, not. So we've got, um, um, we've
0: got. But it's, but but even the the idea, and we've been saying this since the start. And you, I can feel the new European podcast listener Mm. at home, or in the car, or out for a walk with the dog, or wherever you're doing. This scuba diving, shouting at us now, saying we we all know this from the start because the idea of the eu when it signs trade deals yeah. a lot of the trade deals it signs have most favored status don't they so, yeah, yeah. so it means that if you sign this you can't have a, you can't sign a deal with somebody else that is better than the deal
2: that you sign with the eu more and more and more uh, i feel like we have said everything so many times. Yeah. You know, this is not a shock. This is headline news, and rightly so, but it shouldn't be a shock to us. No, it shouldn't. And yet it still is, because there was a little tiny piece of me somewhere who thought, well, you know, the little boy that still lives inside, inside me... Inside of you? He thought, but these... Oh, He'd, he'd adopt a voice like this. Yeah, but Mr... Mr Fox. He, he's got a suit on and he lives and works in that London. Surely he can't be as stupid as... He can't be that silly. I'm sure that it's me that's got it wrong and yeah. it's him that's got it right. But it turns out, little boy, it <laughs> is you that's got it right. You were right. And if only you'd have been doing the trade of deals. <laughs> it's it's just...
0: It's insane,
2: isn't it? So... So, so Faroe Islands, few. Faroe Islands, that's <laughs> safe. I, Thank goodness, because that would have been... That would have safe. been trouble. Um, uh, that's chili. Chili, yeah. Yeah, and seashells. Yeah. Some big hitters here. So we get seashells from the Seychelles. Fire chili. V- lots of chili from chili. Chili. Uh, what do you get from Faroe Islands? With sweaters. Chunky yeah. knit sweaters. <laughs> Chunky
0: knit sweaters. Yeah, yeah, from the Faroes. And yeah. Twixers. And Twixers,
2: yeah. Just a guess, it? Um, so right. I don't know. So that's right now, we'd probably be alright, wouldn't we?
0: And uh, we've been doing a big. Uh, we've been about to do a big trade deal with China, aren't we? And, yeah. And, and they were coming for talks. Yeah. So know? that's good news. So yeah, that's that's sorted. So that's that, all, that is a big deal. Yeah, that's all it, safe. we shouldn't we
2: shouldn't we shouldn't play that down because no, let's not play some, it it's, down. A, it's a, it, I mean, it really could oh, save this country. Hang on a minute. What's, um, what's, and what's it, this? Um, I don't, just, is it oh,
0: so when Gavin Williams said... Oh, oh, Gavin. So when he said that he was going to send our big new aircraft carrier... Well,
2: it needs to run out. ...into the South China Sea to, to threaten out. the
0: Chinese. Oh. So, that, so oh, they're yeah. So they've <laughs> decided not to come now after oh. all. Oh, OK.
2: So, OK, so thanks for that, Gav. Right, thanks, Gav. Good yeah. work. So that's going well. Shall I give you some Brexit good news? <laughs> it's a though? bit like... It's a bit like trying to do... I don't know, going round... <laughs> trying to sell trying to sell your your second car or something and then when the when the buyers arrive, you know, chasing off your drive with a gun. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Get out of the
0: car! I wanna buy it! Get away, get away! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's Britain. It's
0: like it's like if you went to a, it's like if you went to a school dance and <laughs> yeah, you were yeah. trying and, and you were trying to, you know, and you were, I've been watching, what?
2: like, like <laughs> many other people. Minute, I've I've, wa- I'm not going to school dance, I'm going to try anything at school dance. But, I, but I've,
0: I've just been watching the, as many other people have been doing, I, 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 well, Green Jill. first of all, you must watch, if you've not watched Russian Doll, so far, Oh wow! so then you, mu- you must watch How Russian many episodes
2: Doll. have you watched of that? I've watched it all. How many I'm, episodes are
0: there? There are eight. I've only watched one. It's sensational. One of the best things I've seen in many a long year. It's actually uh, on Brilliant. Anyway, it
2: is fantastic. The other, thing,
0: the other thing that I watched the other day was, um, and I've not watched all of these yet, but um, don't spoil it was, for uh, him. Was
2: is Sex Education? Right, which is isn't that just like Cartoon Rabbit's Jumping Off? And... It's not like that. It's oh. a Netflix series, oh.
0: um, which is very good. And one of the future episodes I've, I've noted features a school dance, and this is this is like going to a school dance uh-huh. when you are 14, yeah. attempting to chat up a girl that you really fancy from the girls' school or the other bit of the yeah. school, yeah. and just as it is going well and you're about to get her on the dance floor, yeah. your weird mate Gavin turns up <laughs> he, with a big box and he shows her the tarantula that he's got in there, and the, the Chinese girl that you've been trying to desperately trying to get off with runs away screaming because yeah. Gavin's going, what about
2: this? I have actually got a weird mate called Gavin who's done similar to me on numerous occasions. Um, Brexit good news? Can I give you some Brexit? Good news? Oh please do, please. Uh,
0: this is the, I think this is the only good thing. Uh, this is this is actually a Brexit dividend. Uh, Steve Coogan has done an interview saying that. Um, Alan Partridge is coming back to the BBC uh, yeah it starts on the 25th I think uh-huh. um, and it's because of brexit yeah uh, and he said we had to justify a reason why Alan would come back and uh, we had a gift with Brexit, we thought there might be a letter uh, at the BBC saying that the BBC had forgotten a certain area of the viewing audience and it that area had been disenfranchised and ignored, the non-elite, and he represents that area, so the conceit is that the bosses have gone oh, my God, we need to get somebody on who represents the It's a very BBC thing to do, It actually. is. In I like it when
2: the BBC laughs at itself. Actually. And if
0: you want to see that comedy in action before Alan Partridge, you can merely watch <laughs> Question Time every Thursday night, where yes. this has been going on for some
2: years. <laughs> Question Time with Nigel Farage. Uh, another
0: comedy character yeah. to do with Brexit is making a return. Who? He's on the front page of this week's print edition oh. of The
2: New European. You mean Boris. It's Boris Johnson. Yeah, he's looking well though, isn't he? He's slimmed down. Well, he? How? Well, I don't understand. Is it that, that fruit-only diet? It is, it's fruit-only <laughs> diet. I think he's, you know... Is I it's mean, it's, it's interesting, isn't it, um, that Boris was, I think... When I was in the audience for his for his big speech that was going to steal Tory oh, conference yeah. terrible speech and 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 it, and it just, after that it just the build up to it was it, it was stupid you was know though, and it? then it just sort of went no oh, is that right is that it then and they just kind of he kind of went away it didn't seem like yeah. and he became just another you know um, but but he's back the bookies he's fancy back, him. He's the bookies, he, he's yeah? now uh, conservative home have done a
0: poll of um, Tory members, haven't they? And how, he is, is you now back in the lead. Why? Um, I think it's because he's not really had the. Now he's not in charge of anything apart from his own personal fitness. Um, he's. People have forgotten how terrible he is at politics.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that's probably it, isn't it? Now he's not bungling <laughs> and saying racist things <laughs> on a plane and
2: forgetting things. Racist on sort a of plane. Racist, racist on a planet. <laughs> great, I'm I am definitely right in that script. Have you ever seen Nazi Zombies, The Attack of the Nazi Zombies? No. It's often on uh, uh, you know, Channel 97 oh, right, okay. uh, about right. half past two on a Saturday morning. There's a film about Nazis on the dark side of the moon, isn't
0: there? There is. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, sure they maybe. aren't there, though, because our friends, the Chinese, they went to the dark side of the moon, didn't they? Oh, did they? The other, is that where they went the other day? Pink Floyd said they'd see them there. Yeah, and, and, they, they, went and they went. they for... And they weren't there. They were, it's rude, really. Yeah. But neither uh, were Nazis. But anyway, sorry, I, anyway. I digress.
0: Uh, and there's also uh, in and the YouGov um, in the YouGov poll, which we referred to here, which he was doing quite badly um, in um, the, other, the the last time we spoke. He's now the most popular Conservative. Politician, he's, he's got a uh, opinion, positive opinion rating of 32%. And people are saying that um, he could become the Prime Minister within months. And people are even saying that this, the idea that Theresa May has now... Uh, or people near Theresa May have floated this idea that she might resign in the summer after Brexit this summer um, to spend more time with Arthur Askey... Mm. And um, and the idea of doing this is that Boris Johnson won't be ready um, because presumably he'll send his, spend his summer wallowing around somewhere when his yeah. trotters up, and um, and, uh, and and it, it's a sort of a stop Boris uh, campaign. Um, so um, so yeah, so it, it's incredible, and I, I just think that I mean I think people view Boris Johnson as a huge lying charlatan, don't they? But the Conservative membership, love Boris Johnson, and just as Jose Mourinho was always going to go back to Chelsea and he was always going to be the, the, the manager of Manchester United at yeah. some stage, yeah. there are just some itches that it is impossible to scratch. And I I'd, I'd think Boris Johnson
2: will end up being the leader of the Conservative Do you think party he'll end up being... If he wants to do do, 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 uh, I don't think he'll end up being Prime Minister. Well, he might. Well, he might. He might well be by default, and but I've would he ever be? have never been wrong about these things, apart you've from the well, Trump no, Brexit. Those um, two. Everything else you've been right about. Ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is that. Yeah. Steve gets everything right. Anglesey. Apart, angles apart from the big important. Just the biggies. Yeah, I think it's yeah, the biggies. I actually one. did get Brexit wrong, right, didn't I? I did. Sadly, I didn't know that we would. You were a doom monger,
0: for good reason. People told me I was was a doom monger.
2: And those happy days. Ah, don't worry, Steve, it's all jolly jolly. The night before. We don't even need to bother voting. There you go. And I went to bed, as I went to bed on the evening of June 23rd. What's that stupid old man all about? (laughs) Night-night. He said, and
0: then I was proved sadly right. Oh, dear. <clears throat> oh, dear, um, indeed. Oh uh, dear.
2: So, Boris Johnson, back, back, back. Boris Johnson, back, back, back. We should probably, in that case, speak about Brexit apocalypse with Jerry.
1: Stay angry. Fight Brexit. Subscribe to The New European. Your first 13 issues of The New European are only £13 when you join us and become a subscriber. Order by telephone by calling 01858 438840 and quoting Podcast One or order online at our website www.theneweuropean.co.uk Stay angry. Fight Brexit. Subscribe to The New European. Hi Jerry. <laughs>
2: how are you doing?
1: Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm good.
2: Valentine's Day. Happy
1: Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy
2: Valentine's Day, Jerry.
1: Well, why am I spending it with you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, it's yes. not the first lady to ask that question of me. In <laughs> that tone, <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? And that is a question we shall be asking ourselves on March the thirtieth. Actually, March the thirtieth is a Saturday, isn't it? it so, is. so April the
1: first. <laughs> <laughs> April get? Fool's Day.
2: What I want to know, Jerry, it's it's um, uh, 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 it's upon us now, the Brexpocalypse. apocalypse. Yep. Um, and you know, what what is going to happen, because it, there is a tension building I can feel in the country. Yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, until Christmas or so, gone, Brexit, it'll be all right, and now they're like, oh, it's a bit like, in it, when you're at high school and the teachers, you know, they give you four weeks to write an essay and you write it on the Sunday before, you yeah. just write it out. I think people are now starting to worry about Brexit because it's round the corner, so tell us, tell the listener, of course, it's probably... Quite unfair with the fact that we've been worried about Brexit for a long time, and they have too. But what is going to happen when that clock strikes eleven? Because one of the great funniest things about Brexit, of course, is we leave the eleven, not twelve, mm-hmm. because we're on Central European Time. So yes. <laughs> doing it all on our terms, lads, all on our terms. So what's the what are the things that we're going to know? It's what will happen when the Brexit apocalypse comes.
1: It's all going to go terribly. The Earth's going to open up. We're all going to be swallowed into it. You know, kind of. Flying pigs.
2: Flying pigs. <laughs> you know,
1: pigs is the person that came to my mind. Yeah, that's end quite is um, What's actually going to happen? Yeah, kind of not much to begin with. Right. It's actually is the genuine answer.
2: So we're talking about are we talking no deal? Yeah. Hard Brexit. Fine.
1: I mean, so the stance kind of is at the moment is that all the laws are going to just kind of come over to the uk Uh
2: right so
1: that's uh, so nothing major is gonna happen
2: so it won't be like purge have you seen that
1: yes i have seen it's not gonna be like that i mean murder will still be murder richard right okay
2: okay
1: okay. make it clear it's just
2: steve's getting right on my (laughs) (laughs)
1: um but you know it's kind of unlikely that the markets will suddenly have this massive massive crash um but there will be Instantly, obviously, because the no pound
2: probably really, is going to take a hit. that Yeah, day,
1: yeah, yeah, but it's not, Monday. you know, it's not going to be some apocalypse, cataclysmic disaster. I mean, you're not going to be like stockpiling bread, for example. No,
2: but so w- when, so you, so you, food shortages, let's, let's uh-huh. get on to that because that's one of the things, you know, uh, famously, of course, um, this, this the, um, the, uh, MI5, I think it is, and it said we're only for four missed meals away from anarchy. Yes. And, uh, and, and,
1: I'm one missing <laughs> away the way from anarchy, personally.
2: I'm, I'm aware of that. It, but it, it is a, um, it'll be a more gradual thing, so we'll start to see less of things in shops, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, if we're talking the day after, obviously things are going to be pretty if much I, the same. But yeah, fine. the weeks that come after. Although I
2: remember the chaos in the supermarkets when the petrol strikes were on. You mm-hmm. probably weren't born, were you? And, <laughs> and, and, and there was no milk and no bread on the shelves. Do you reckon are people are going to be doing that on March 28th, do you reckon?
1: Well, potentially, you don't how crazy people go before Christmas exactly. in Tesco when yeah, you yeah, yeah. shut for one day if
2: you just compare Brexit to Christmas
1: <laughs> <laughs> merry and bright you know yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you think about yeah, that when people get into Tesco, don't they? Can we shop for one day? It's like, oh god, I'll never see a penguin again. I've got to get all my club bars and my yeah. vodka and
2: club <laughs> <Penguin> bars. <laughs> I have a fun Christmas. I <laughs> <say>. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I mean, there, there is every likelihood of that, and of course, the uh, and the, the some there are, some companies are stockpiling.
1: Yeah, of course they are. You know, um, not so much things like pharmacies or GPs, but you know, pharmaceutical companies have mm. been told mm. to keep you know six yeah. week extra stock yeah. of drugs and things like that and so yeah companies are stockpiling so to kind of say that they're not would be wrong um, should we be i mean are you am i yeah i mean i've got a lot of old tins food in my cupboard but that's not that's kind just of not is, yeah, it? yeah that's like beans from my first year at uni packet,
2: packet rice and yeah
1: yeah absolutely couscous a lot of things we carry at couscous
2: couscous you're a posh student aren't you?
1: Well, no no norwich in it
2: norwich student yes course couscous please uh, what else? Planes falling out of the sky, ferries just let loose. Got ferries well, no, coming there are down. No ferries coming down rivers, <laughs> driverless.
1: There are no ferries, like, so there's no kind of uh, you know doubt about that because there's all that's in there about the ferries and there being a start-up and there being ferries. Yes, you know, I know. It's hilarious. Isn't it? We
2: were just chatting about that. Yeah. So, the, so they won't. So that's one good thing. Yeah, there won't be any out of control ferries like on speed two.
1: No.
2: <laughs> but what about? Um, what about other things? <laughs> out of control planes. Well, if you have got to choose, what would you have? Out of control planes or out of control ferries?
1: Probably. Well, ferries are bigger. But are they, they probably
2: can't get as. Yeah, I don't know. Not
1: as fast though.
2: But planes is an issue because can any take
1: off? It's true. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. I mean, I think we're going to see. We're going to see queues at the borders. Yeah. I think that's for sure. Just because we don't have the infrastructure in place to deal with people coming in or going out in, in, that, in, in that level. And I'm talking about kind of British people coming back into mm, the country. Mm, mm. I'm going on holiday in April. Yeah. Um, and I've been told to expect to keep to come back really? into the country because there are going to be more checks which yeah, have to be carried out that yeah. we're just not prepared for. Yeah. So, you know, there's that part of it as well. When, I mean, it's yeah. not sounding great.
2: It's not sounding good, and, and and the thing is that the mood. I think. I think. I, I honestly do think, and I worry about the mood of the nation because, at that point, people start to get annoyed. People who are not, you know, haven't been as engaged with this, mm. and and that's fine. We're not suggesting that people have to be engaged with the news. If it's not your thing, then no problem. But there, it hasn't properly been explained to them. Perhaps that the holidays are going to cost more. The one pertinent fact that would have stopped all this mess. The holidays are going to cost more. You're going to have to queue to get in. There's going to be shortages of this. You know that thing you like? It's not made in Britain, so you're going to have to pay more for that.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That, I mean, the other thing is jobs, of course, mm, which I didn't mention. Mm, A lot of um, jobs are going to go and financial services, jobs, and things like that are going to move pretty sharpish. Yeah, I think, you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be days, if not weeks. And
2: the political ramifications uh, as well, w- w- you know, post-Brexit, is that... Theresa May's job done? <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Is her job ever done? Um, <laughs> well, will, will it ever be done? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess technically yes, because she says she's not going to contest another election. Mm. So if it's not done, it's winding down.
2: Yeah.
1: But it's never going to be done. We're going to be dealing with the, you know, the um, ramifications of this for at least a generation.
2: How quickly, then, before the next generation of politicians co- uh, come in and blame the ones that have just gone?
1: I, I don't think it has to be a new party or April anything like that. It could no, be no, no, new, no, new no, Tories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that there's any kind of question over that it could happen pretty soon afterwards. You know, like a matter of weeks.
2: What is the? Do you think that Chisholm will stand out? We were just mentioning no. Boris. And...
1: No, I don't think she'll stand down. Um, I don't think she's the sort for standing down.
2: I think she was, If she was going to stand down, she would have done it by now. Well, yeah, but I mean, she, my thinking is, I think I probably disagree with you on that one because I think that she wanted she want, she took over and her one big job obviously yeah. was Brexit. Um, she wanted to get over that line and 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 you know and, and get Britain to Brexit. Mm. I think once she's done that, I can't see that there's you know how could she possibly go right then. Now, next on the agenda, <laughs> and, ag- and also, how else is she going to, if she's not going to stand down, how else are we going to get a new leader in a matter of, you know, months? Or do yeah, you not so think we right. are? I, I, mean...
1: I don't think we are, though. No. I, because if, you, if you're going down that route of, yeah, how are we going to get a new leader? Fine. But I don't think we will, because I just, I continue to think that it's just all talk. Mm. I don't think they have any. Kind of plan for any kind of no. real. There is rumours
2: around of Theresa May standing down in the summer. You think that she'll she'll carry on and what? Give it another eighteen months or so? Maybe
1: eighteen months,
2: maybe a year. Right, right. Well, uh, that is um, a, a, well a terrifying prospect, I would say. But actually, the pros- <laughs> the potential prospect of Boris Johnson is even more terrifying, uh, quite possibly. So, Brexpocalypse, What would be the worst thing? Do you think that that could happen? The, the one thing that you're at least looking forward to from a hard Brexit, no deal, cliff edge.
1: What, personally? Am I yeah, wondering? yeah, yeah, you. I take Spanish lessons. I'm going to be gutted if my Spanish teacher has to go home.
2: Okay, good. Good. So can you do any Spanish? See, <laughs> Very good. Oh, you've been doing this a while, I can tell. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, that is the, that's when it becomes, you know, when people start having to leave that is when it becomes very human isn't it and, that, yeah. and, and we've struggled to humanize uh, well we struggled to humanize Brexit before the vote I think but that is a, um, a, the human cost of a hard Brexit potentially.
1: Yeah I mean if we're not talking about you know my Spanish teacher we're talking about nurses. Do you like your Spanish teacher?
2: I like my Spanish teacher a yeah. lot. Oh, shout yeah. out to Harry. Yeah well there you go and but yeah you're right nurses the impact it has on the NHS the impact it has on business apocalypse, will it happen, Jerry, or do you think there will be a deal right at the end? No,
1: I think it's going to happen. Oh,
2: wow. Hold tight. Brexiteer of the Week. Welcome back, Steve. It's time to do Brexiteer of the
0: Week. It's time to do Brexiteer of the Week. I'm going to do Brexiteer of the Week. Get on with it, um, <laughs> Shall we start with the Nicotine Stain Manfrog? Yes, uh, Nigel Farage, he's now sitting as an MEP for the Brexit Party.
2: The Brexit Party. That's
0: the, are you doing their? I'm doing all their jingle work. I'm doing their. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to start doing their social media. Yeah, great. That would yeah.
2: be great. Be a smarty. Join the Brexit Party. Love it. Love it. Um, um, don't be daft. Build a raft. I don't know. Yeah, no ferries, is there? So. No, that's right. Yeah.
0: And uh, anyway. Uh, it's been going really well, their social media so far, because Nigel Farage said the other day that 35,000 people had registered for their website right. within 48 hours of their launch. Just me. Mean. And there was a counter of all of them ticking on as people registered. Yeah, yeah. And then it appeared, sadly, that pranksters had taken over and the counters disappeared from the website. Pranksters? Name. Pranksters, because yeah. some of the names of those signing up include <laughs> Willie Stroker... Dr. Waxy Lemon <laughs> and General Ian Bongo McF Biscuits. <laughs> so the counter has disappeared now, but I'm sure it's all going to be a massive success. <laughs> but the problem is that... Uh, the registered office is a guest house near here in, in Lingwood, rather. Just
2: down the road from where we are. Which is very easy, because I just go and sing the jingles at them and they record them and they're straight out there. Um, do you know the big names who've signed up for the Brexit party so far? Uh, yeah, but tell us anyway.
0: Well, apart from generally in Bongo McF*** Biscuits, obviously, <laughs> that is quite a big name. It is. Um, and the, the actual real names that have signed up, Nathan Gill, he's an MEP in Wales. In yeah. 2014, he had to admit that his home care business um, employed dozens of workers from Eastern Europe and the Philippines, uh-huh. um, to whom Nathan Gill offered chargeable accommodation in bunk houses. And he said, he said at the time we had to, we had to, um, we had to offer the work to these people from Eastern Europe, even though I'm a UKIP MEP, because I couldn't find any local workers to do the jobs. Right. Um, Stephen Wolf also appears to be on. Wolfie. He's not a real wolf. Um, <laughs> North Northwest England MEP. Yeah. Um, and he was famous for he, almost exactly a year ago now. He had a meeting with Michel Barnier, and you you remember this? Yeah, him. that
2: was brilliant. And he
0: took to, and he took over a hamper of British goods yeah. to show that our island nation <laughs> would be okay. He put a lot of thought into this it, hamper, and he? he took it over to Michel Barnier I and went, "What do you see. think of this?" Then, and they unloaded it, and it was included Marmite, which was invented by a German and it, it, produced by Unilever, which is Anglo-Dutch. Uh, it also had PG Tips <laughs> tea, which was grown, obviously is grown in Kenya, also mm. owned by Unilever. Uh, it included a, a biography of Winston Churchill, who advocated a federal Europe. Uh, a bottle of Hendrix gin? Yeah. I think they've moved, haven't they, to part of their operation to Dublin? I believe Dublin. so, yeah. Uh, and Dorset cheddar cheese? Yeah. What could be more English than that? Yeah. But it's got protected status now, so... Uh, After the 29th of March, or whatever this, you know, period expires, it will lose that, and and then you will be able to. If you're in a basement in Shanghai, you will be able to knock out some Dorset cheddar cheese and sell yeah, it in Britain. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so that'll be easy
2: uh, uh, for a minor politician, and that's all Stephen Wolfe is. Yeah, he he, d- he has brought up some incredible moments. He's, yeah, like that, that 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 one that you mentioned was superb. Um, obviously, I don't advocate violence, and he it's was felt. put in hospital. But when he was in hospital, the visit from Nigel Farage really was a happy ending. It was brilliant, wasn't it? <laughs> Check out the pictures.
0: It's a, it's a wonderful
2: thing to say. Uh, and, of course,
0: Catherine Blakelock, who we've talked about here before, who owns that guest house. Yeah. Uh, and who is... Can I stay friend, in it? Can the you stay in it? Leader? Yeah. Oh, yeah, We yeah, should
2: yeah. Do, a, good, do a hotel review. Yeah, we could
0: do a hotel review. Well, there are some interesting hotel reviews of it on TripAdvisor. Ah! Oh. Um, mixed, I would say. Oh, uh, How when did uh, Three and a half on TripAdvisor, right, okay, which is still very good. Right. How's the pool? Uh, the hot there's a hot tub. Oh, there
2: indeed. I'm uh, sure. There's a big
0: statue of Buddha. Right. you know, <laughs> or is it Eric Pickles? I don't know. Um, but anyway,
2: hot tubs. Hot tubs are a bit brexty. Yeah, um,
0: I think. And of course, the, the, the Catherine Blake is. She's the leader. I'm the, the treasurer. I think um, for now, um, and. Um, We talked on this podcast a while ago about her. You know, Wolf and Farage both left UKIP saying that the party was becoming obsessed with um, opposing Islam, and things keep coming out about stuff that Catherine Blakelock has written uh, about Islam. I think we mentioned where she was moaning about a mosque being built on the site of a disused pub in Norwich. Yeah. And she said uh, she'd written, It takes a lot of Bangladeshi takeaway dishes at £1. Profit a time to raise and save 1.5 million quid, which is how much it was costed. Uh, she's also written I can't talk or have any human interaction with anyone in a burqa. Uh, BuzzFeed article this week, uh, she said that there is some truth in the statement that Muslim men are impregnating white British girls to create Muslim babies, uh, or were, create, uh, were impregnating white British girls to create Muslim babies, and she's also written there are currently 50 majority Muslim countries in the world. If these people really dislike it so much in the West, why do they choose to live here? Um, so, it could be... I'm saying it could be like one, like Catherine's own guest house. The Brexit party could be short stays only, <laughs> couldn't it? Um, if this stuff keeps coming out. Quiet. Another kipper, yeah. or, ex- or ex-kipper... Um, is uh, one of our brexiters of the week, Suzanne Evans. Yes, remember her? Yeah, absolutely. She used to be the chair, didn't she? Yeah, she yeah, was a yeah. health spokesman. Yeah, um, she. I love Susan Evans for one thing. She is it her? Is it her uh, rapier wit? No, it's, oh. it's when. Let me she, guess again. Is it her? Um, it's, when uh, Nigel, uh, it's when Nigel. It's when Nigel Farage <laughs> stood down as leader, and she described herself and one of the candidate as UKIP's team sensible and the other other (laughs) candidate was Paul Nuttall Uh, and now she said that she's very disappointed that Vodafone are ruling out who supply her mobile phone Uh, she said that that she's very disappointed that Vodafone are refusing to rule out reimposing roaming charges for British smartphone users holidaying in Europe after no deal Brexit Mm. and you've just got to go who was it that took us out of the EU's Ban against roaming charges. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's you know the consequences of these people's actions. They're idiots. The chickens are now coming home to roost. Aren't they are. They? Do you remember home
2: to roost. Oh,
0: Thor and Dinsdale. Thor and Dinsdale. What a combination! What's your favourite Dinsdale? Uh,
2: Dinsdale London. <laughs> he was very good. <laughs> What's your favourite Dinsdale piece of work, Reese Dinsdale? We're talking of. Uh, well, it's ID, isn't it? Obviously, ID is good, yeah, but ID. he's also in Threads. Is he? Is yeah. he now?
0: Oh, Dinsdale! Yeah, he's also. Is uh, he in Threads? I don't know, but <laughs> well, he's uh, he's uh, okay. maybe he listens to this actually. Maybe, maybe he, he does cause he's because a fan, he's fan. He a, he's, he is a fan of uh, he's a he's a Remainer, isn't he? Yeah, um, Reese Dinsdale. And Please get in touch.
2: Yeah, if, you, if you'd like to sponsor the
0: pod. <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor the pod, if you'd like to come and talk about John Thor uh, or anything else or ID, um, uh, that would be great. Yeah, or
2: Threads, the most terrifying movie of all time. Even if you weren't in it, well, I'm going to have to find out now.
0: Uh, Gavin Williamson, we've, we've already talked about him, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he's ruined, um, he's ruined the uh, the deal with China. Um, and he, he did it because he said that it was a, we had a golden opportunity. Brexit provided us with a golden opportunity and it said we can enhance our lethality. A what? And lethality right. is a, actually a word. Right. And I can't believe that lethality <laughs> is a word. I thought he'd just made it up, Gavin Williamson, and he was going to say instead of you know, we can enhance our lethality, and then we we send things like, and we're also going to aggr- aggr- aggrandize our killosity, yeah. and we're going to intensify our destructivativeness. Yes, um, all things I could. Uh, and his plan. Than. Let's just go over it once again. Uh, it, uh, it, he wants to have a drone squadron, doesn't he, of little drones that will fly around. <laughs> um, sorting things a out. Drone squad. Our Drone, drone squad. Yeah. Wilson's drone squad. <laughs> yeah. Kronos. So Kronos riding at the spot. Oh, yeah. on a
2: little drone.
0: <laughs> oh, I pointing mean oh, really? his little... Well,
2: his what are they? What are they? Legs? Feelers. Yeah, don't legs. Know. Legs, I don't, I don't know. Legs, yeah.
0: Uh, if there are any spiders listening, who would like to... Come on, sponsor on the, the pod. the <laughs> um, And he also, he, he wanted um, to... Uh, he wanted to get our finish our huge new aircraft carrier. He wanted to borrow loads of American fighter jets to put on it. Yeah. And then he's going to sail it into the South China Sea and then point all of its guns at China to stop them being horrible. Uh, he also wanted to build... He was going to build military bases in Asia and the Caribbean, making us an instant target for anyone who might... Not be that keen on us. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, I, I but d- enhance our lethality is really good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's a
2: great phrase. Yeah, I, I don't like
0: know it. if you remember his other great phrase from last May. He he, he made a big speech and he, it ended with the words, in a post-Brexit world, the only limit will be our imagination. Oh. And I thought, Well oh, that's a good line, isn't yeah, it? And then yeah. I
2: thought, oh, I've heard that before.
0: <laughs> and it turns out that it appears on advertising material for both Lego and connects, yeah. <laughs> which is Lego's building block rival. Yeah, yeah. So is, if this, when this all, I was going to say if this all goes wrong for Gavin Williamson, when this all goes wrong, a future in building block related copywriting for children yeah. is yours. Yeah. Just imagine that. It, it, Enhance your lethality with this Harry Potter Lego set. He's a f- chump, isn't he?
2: He, he, he is, but uh, he's good by a fireplace. He is always good by a fireplace. Runner-up... Rhys Dinsdale was in Threads. He was in G- Threads. He was Jimmy Kemp, of course he was. Yeah, of course he was.
0: Runner-up... Yeah. Andrew Jenkins. The eternally sunny Morley and outward MP... Uh, and she, I'm looking at her website, as I often do, for news of Andrew Jenkins. Oh, she's been to, Google News Alert. She's been to Associated Waste Management in uh-huh. Morley. There's yeah. a picture of her. I probably know where that it's is. It's a actually. Morley company. Yeah. And they've just been bought by an Irish company called Park. Yeah. And she has written, it's quite a statement, this. She's written on her, on her website, This local success story proves that project fear stories that we see of falsehoods And that businesses will continue to thrive post-Brexit. And I went. Is that really right? That one company being bought by another (laughs) company in Ireland proves that all the project, everything bad (coughs) about that we say about Brexit (laughs) is incorrect, and business is actually going to boom. Is that really what it means? So, so then I did some research into the waste industry, um, which some would say I've been working in for many years. (laughs) Um, And. What it actually does prove, this, is not that Project Fear is falsehoods, uh, or that businesses will continue to thrive post-Brexit, is that, is that Bowpark have got a strategy of expanding into uh, the UK, um, and if you're a waste management company in the UK, it's probably a good time for you to sell, because at the moment we send 3.6 million tonnes of our waste to the EU every year, tariff-free, and it either gets burned up, for heat, Mm -hmm. or it gets recycled, and it all goes tariff-free. But under no deal, we're going to have to pay 7.5% tariffs on all this waste that we send over. And if we don't do that, then we have to bury it ourselves in our landfills. And it it would make an extra 10,000 tonnes of rubbish a day. But we would be taking back control of our <laughs> own waste, Andrea Jenkins.
2: If all the things I don't want control of, my waste is one, I think. Yeah. just want it rid of it, don't you? You do. Get rid of it. Uh, but the Brexiteer of the week... Yes.
0: Uh, we, I feel like we're coming full circle. This is quite a beautifully planned thing. Okay. It's almost like I've planned this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's I'll Jeremy get back Corbyn. To that. Oh, Jeremy um, Corbyn. Um, And I've put him as Brexiteer of the week just because of his response to... Keir Starmer, and we spoke about the leader, Joni Corbyn's letter to Theresa May, mm. Keir Starmer drafted the letter. Mm. At the end of the letter mm. he put, of course, if you don't comply with any of these demands, then we will formally back a people's vote. Yeah. And that was... We're told was the last paragraph of the letter. Yeah, yeah. And he sent it off to Seamus Mill and Andrew yeah. Murray, not Tennessee's Andrew Murray, <laughs> Corbynism and Communism's yeah, Andrew Murray. The joke
2: has done full circle as well. And it has, yeah. And
0: it, but if we get, get hopefully, it gets funny with repetition. Maybe. Um, and um, and do you know what? They 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 forgot to put it in the, letter, the version of the letter that uh, they sent. It's uh, a did, bit like when they forgot
2: to put that line in uh, Keir's speech. That's right, yeah. And Luckily said, he re-added that.
0: And Keir Starmer said, um, that's right, he did. And, and he said, what happened to the, 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 the sort of the crucial line? And they went, oh, we forgot to put it in. Oops. And I wonder what's coming next from them. The dog ate my anti-Semitism policy. <laughs> I left my speech con- condemning Nicolas Maduro on the bus. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, it, re- it reminds us of the, the great uh, time, and there's a video of it, isn't there, when Corbyn and Seamus Mill uh, turn up in Brussels last September to meet Barnier and mm-hmm. Selmayer, mm-hmm. and there's that great, um, the great, there's great footage of them. they get out of the taxi in front of the Parliament building, and the taxi driver goes, who's got the money? They all walk <laughs> away, and he goes, where's the money? And they go, we haven't brought any euros. With us. Will you take a card? And he says, no, i have not got a card, Bridget. So the forgetful Jeremy Corbyn, is not really forgetful.
2: He just no. He just loves Brexit. He It's loves the it. Brexiteer of the week. Jeremy, congratulations. I think that might be Jeremy's first... That's the first time. First time of, the time of the Brexiteer of the, of the week. So congratulations, Jeremy. I, um, we've, I think the only reason you haven't won it before is because uh, we've been hoping, hoping yeah. and praying yeah. to, that you might change your mind. Now we're giving up on you. Now, if the listeners like this pod... And a listener said to me. Yeah, a listener said to me. What did the listener say to you? I said, like this pod. Yeah, well, did did say I like this pod, um, but but said, oh, I really liked last week's podcast. I, it's clear that you put lots of effort into coming up with the. Gags. <laughs> I'm serious. It's absolutely true. What? Coming up with the coming up with the stuff you're going to talk about. I loved that little story about wooden televisions. <laughs> and I was like, Honestly, we pretty much (laughs) ad-lib. All the piece that I'd like to do with the news is just a a fluke. And it it seems that there is at least one person out there who who is also interested interested in wooden televisions. Um, But but what should the listeners do if they love this pod? Or even just like it?
0: If you like this pod, or you like uh, The New European, or you just want to help us fight Brexit, then please go to SteadyHQ.com. SteadyHQ.com. Search for The New European and you can help fund our work uh, to stop Brexit. And our latest friends and patrons are Alan Barker, Benedict Rayler, uh, uh, Benedict, sorry, R-E-H-L-E, and Jim Trimmer. So Alan Barker, Benedict Rayler, and Jim Trimmer, thank you ever so much. The other thing you want to do, if you really did enjoy this podcast and our ravings about Mrs. McCluskey and various other what things. What was
2: the nasty uh, other teacher called that they all hated?
0: Bullet Baxter?
2: No. no. The, and he wore a toupee? Oh, uh, Mr. Bronson. Mr. Bronson. Who oh. of course played Hitler in... That's um, right.
0: He played Hitler in Reigns of the Lost Ark or yeah, was it in so. uh, Temple
2: of Doom? One or the other certainly, he yes. Shakes, uh, Jones's he shakes Indiana Jones' hand. He signs, signs his, his book. book. Yeah. That's right, yes, he does. <laughs>
0: at the old Nazi realm. <laughs> oh my goodness, they were great. Uh, they, they were great films, films. weren't
2: oh, It's a great times. Great, great times, times. The thirties and forties, great times.
0: Not really, <laughs> were films. they? Um, if you enjoyed this podcast and God knows, you know, um, then you should you should give us a great review on your podcatcher <laughs> of choice. Lots of lovely stars. It would be great if you join the New European Readers Group on Facebook. Yeah. You could just like us on Facebook. That's not bad. You uh, could follow us on Twitter at the European. No, it's not. It's at the New European. It's not the old European. Andrew Neil. Andrew Neil. You can follow us on Twitter no, no, it's it's at, at, the new. New at the New European. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Sanglesey. S-A-N-G-L-E-S-E-Y.
2: Or you can follow me at Porritt. P-O-R-R-I-T. That was the New European Podcast. Thank you ever so much for listening. If you haven't already gone by the paper, it is on sale now. It's £2.50. There is lots of politics. There is lots of Brexit. But there's also lots of art and culture and other fun stuff as well. We'll be back next week. Until then, Mr Campbell, play your bagpipes. Here you go.